Hello and welcome to the Hedomi Podcast Live. Before we get into the show, we'd just like to say thank you to our sponsors, Raw Print, because without their continued sponsorship, we would not be able to bring you the commentary service or regular podcasts that we bring you throughout the season. So do follow them on social media. You'll find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and of course on their eBay store. So have a look there at all of their fantastic products. Remember, this show is fully interactive, whether it be our commentary service or or the regular podcast get involved and we will get fully into the gator chat right now Hello and welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. And um, well, today we were at the Gator Press Conference and uh, we got a few interviews with uh, Ian Watson. We got one with Trevor Clark and we got one with um, a new signing, Connor Oliver, as well. That was just a bit of a surprise. We weren't expecting that. Um, but nonetheless, we uh, got the interview. And um, we're going to play them out for you. But first of all, we're going to play the one with Trevor Clark. Uh, so if you have a little listen to this, this is what uh, new owner and new director, uh, part owner, Trevor Clark, had to say to the Heat Army podcast. Well, welcome to the club, Trevor. And, um, it's been a stressful couple of weeks for fans. I can only imagine for yourself it's been just as eventful and stressful. Oh, for sure. Um, I got a great uh, comment the other week, and uh, apparently it's uh, 90 hours work for 90 minutes of football on a Saturday, so I think I'm past the 90 hours work in a week. So. Yeah, it's, um, but they say that it's, it's all done and dusted now, it's time to plan for the future, and say that I've seen you walking about today, you've got a smile on your face, are you yeah. relishing the challenge? It's, uh, it's going to be hard work, for sure. But, uh, you know, I want to take the, the role on and, you know, try, try our best, you know, as a team of people off the pitch. You know, try, try and make it a, a great experience for the fans, really. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard work, but hey, it's something you've got to enjoy. It's, you know, football. I think the, the biggest plus that the fans probably took from the announcement after the demotion, of, of course, was obviously a bit of a hard one to swallow, but the club's still still staying full-time. And uh, how important do you think that is to the future of the club? Oh, I, th- I think, um, you know, we want to be competitive in the National League North. I mean, last week was it was a bit of a, bit of a blow, um, you know, because you, you want to be in the National League. And I, I think after last year on the pitch, 
you know, so near, so near, you know, the playoffs, you know, on, on the day that you, you kind of realise that you're going to be relegated type of thing. Yeah. It is. It's a bit of a bit of blow, but we we got to bounce back from that, and we got to take it on positively. We want to be competitive. Um, you know, I don't want to put any pressure on Mike and the team, but you know, we want to be up there challenging, and we're going to have some great matches to to look forward to. Yeah. So you mentioned the great matches. We've got York, Clive, Spennymore, and Dalton to look forward to. And as I say, hopefully, and for, for all clubs involved, when they've got the home fixture, it's going to be a bumper payday for every every club, and that's got to be something to look forward to off the pitch as well. Uh, oh, for, oh, for sure, you know, um, we've got to look at the, a model for the club that, where we're sustainable. Um, you know, the, the days of the multi-millionaires coming to Gateshead, I think they're over. Um, but we've got to look at a sustainable model and we've got to try and attract more fans in, in, into the ground and you know that's going to be from good football good entertaining football but a better match day experience you know we want fans young old you know we want them here and we want them enjoying our football I see you mentioned Mike there before of course he's yeah. uh, been unveiled today it's great that we've got him staying at the club of course with Ian as well as yeah. assistant both very well respected in football especially in the North East how important was it to get those two tied down uh, I think it's I think it's fantastic for the club you know to have somebody like Mike you know all of that experience um, I think that's vital going forward um, you know having the right blend between youth and experience I think is probably the model you know for success um, you know I think as a club I don't know I'm probably speaking for myself you know I, I think it would be great to have more young players coming through the John Mellishes of, of the of the world the Greg Ollies the Tom White's I think it's great if we can keep that conveyor belt of, of good young players. Definitely. And you mentioned the young players. We've managed to tie down Elliot Forbes yeah. um, after a season where yeah. he was starting to establish himself and starting to develop as a player. See, that's, it. that's got to be a, a big plus that we've been able to tie down one of the promising players for oh, the season. Oh, for sure. For sure, you know, going forwards, you know. Um, you know, as I say, that, that blend of uh, youth and experience, you know, I think that's going to get, get us a long way in the, in the league. And being full-time should make us a bit more competitive and hopefully we're challenging right at the top there. It's certainly hope so and hopefully we can speak to you throughout the season on oh, the podcast. Absolutely. And, uh, so absolutely. Well, well, oh, absolutely. Thank, thanks a lot. Thank Cheers. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Well, that was Trevor Clark there speaking to us uh, this afternoon at the press conference. And I am well aware that we've made a spelling mistake uh, on the actual uh, live thing that's went out. We will change that. Yeah, don't worry. In the background, it says press conference. Uh, but it was the press conference. Um, so just <laughs> in case anyone's seen that, we are aware of it. Uh, we also got to speak to uh, Ian Watson as well, Mike Williams, uh, Williamson's assistant. And uh, this is what he had to say on his return to the club. Either. It's recording. Yeah. No. 
Well, welcome back to the club, Ian. Thank you. Um, Cheers. It's been one hell of a summer yeah. uh, for the fans, and I'd imagine for yourself as well. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't ideally the way you left the club, but you are back now and mm-hmm. planning for the future. Has it been an exciting week or so since you found out things were happening? Um, yeah, it has been exciting. Obviously, when we knew or the, the contracts were signed and. Um, Mike and myself were going to sort of um, take control. That was uh, that was when the excitement started, um, and then it's obviously just trying to get players in um, and build the team back up, um, and obviously give the supporters a team that they want to come and watch every week. Um, so it, it, it was exciting, but we were kind of really aware that was a lot of hard work to be done, um, and we, we've been kind of relentless with that hard work. So the excitement's kind of carried us through. Being full time um, after the demotion it's a, it was a massive shot in the arm for the fans. For yourself, being able to stay in full-time football, it must be a real buzz, is it? Yeah, um, I think the full-time thing was was huge for us. Um, obviously, Gateshead's been full-time for a long time now, um, and we're competing with um, other teams in the league, local teams, so we're all sort of fishing for the same players. Um, and one thing that we can offer players is, is that it's going to be full-time. Um, and might not sort of match finances financially, sorry, um, against some of the big hitters, but the full-time football sort of maybe levels that playing field out a little bit for us, um, and obviously we look to, to get the players fitter than the part-time teams, which will give us that advantage as well. And also as well, say that it's the hungrier players that are going to want to play full-time football for less money as well, yeah. so that's got to be a, a little bit of a psychological advantage for the players that you want to sign. Yeah, massively. Well, uh, Mike and myself will, will want to bring players in who want to play for Gateshead, but also want to progress through the career um, and they want to get the league football um, so if players are choosing part-time football over full-time football that's sort of it's good for us to see that you know because we only want really players who are really looking to push on with the career and who want full-time football um, and there's nothing wrong with players choosing part-time football if that's yeah. a road they want to go down um, but as I say we just want players who want to stay in football and, and want to make it as high as they can um, and we really believe that we can give them that platform to do that here. Yeah. I say we just have to look at last season John Mellish just took the step up to the Football League with Carlisle mm-hmm. And it just shows you if you're a young player here, you will get noticed. Oh, the, yeah. way, the way Gator have been playing over the last couple of seasons as well, that certainly helps that. And I would imagine you want to try and keep with what was built on last season, this season, yeah. the way we play. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you look at um, how many players have gone on from Gator to play league football. Um, sort of the players who uh, were here under Malcolm Crosby, the players under Neil Aspin, under Steve Watson, then under Ben. There's a lot of players that have went through to play league football, and I don't think other teams can see that. Um, so for players looking um, from the outside looking in, they should be looking saying, "Well, I want to be the next John Mellish or the next whatever whoever's went on to play um, league football." You know, so that's a real advantage for us. So you mentioned about young players going on to play at a higher level. We've managed to be able to tie down Elliot Forbes, who was starting to start cement a place in the mm-hmm. first team towards the back end of the yeah. last season. How important was it to be able to nail him down for this coming season? Yeah, El was massive for us. Um, obviously, last year Ben, uh, Mike, and myself were really big fans of him. Um, that showed by how much he played on the pitch um, so to get him done it was massive for us and, and to be fair to L um, and give him credit it was easy because he just wanted to play for the club um, when we spoke to him he was just like yeah let's just get it done um, so that was sort of the easiest signing we've had to be fair but it was a, it was a massive signing but at the same time it, w- it was an easy signing because he just wants to play for the club so much so that was really what fits our mould you know yeah, and also JJ re-signed as well mm-hmm. another player that loves the club and uh, yeah. obviously good to have someone that's got a history at the club to 
help with the dressing room as well. Definitely, yeah. Gigi was another easy one. Um, again, another big signing. Um, Gigi is a great player. Um, so we're really lucky to have him here. Um, but again, it was an easy one. He loves the club so much, so he was just like, yeah, let's just get it done as well. Um, so it, as you see, it's good to have that base of players who were here last year. Um, we're speaking to a couple of others who were trying to tie down, but because it's, it's went on quite long, obviously other clubs are interested in them, so a few of them have had their head turned, which is fair enough. You know, If a player does sign for us or doesn't sign for us, We'll always like wishing the best, anyways, because you want players to do well. You don't you don't want to see players sort of fall out of the game or anything. Um, so yeah, it, it's just important that we do have players who want to be here, and the, the players who were here last season certainly proved that. So hopefully, we can tie a few more down as well. And also, um, to, on the transfer front, obviously, Mike's tied himself down as a player manager, mm-hmm. which is great because I think he's still he's yeah. still very much good enough for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, uh, Alex Nicholson coming in from Blythe as yeah. well. That's, you were working at Blythe last year, yeah, so yeah. you'll know all about him. Uh-huh. What can Gator fans expect from Alex? Um, Alex is a very attacking-minded um, defender. On the ball, technically, he could play anywhere on the pitch. Um, he goes past people with ease. Um, he's got a good football and brain as well. Um, he knows the game very well. Obviously, he's been brought up through the Newcastle system, then went on to Preston. Um, he maybe had a, a couple of years where he went to South Shields and stuff like that, where football wasn't his priority. Um, and he had other things going on, but this year he wants to really knuckle down again last year obviously done well under Alan again at Blythe um, his fitness kicked on and his fitness is going to kick on again this year so um, Alex is one of the first first people I rang really I'm really excited to get him in because I, th- I think he's the type of player that the Gateshead fans will love Yeah. so I, I would imagine that's the similar type of mode for players that you're talking to now the, the ones that are going to be a bit exciting the ones that you know that will kick on as well yeah yeah um, like that, that's exactly what we're looking for the mode we're looking for is sort of um we want a lot of young players who want to play professional football and um, who have a will to sort of get fit in the gym and eat right and do everything right and that, that's what it takes to get to the highest levels you know that's what anyone will tell you um, so that's kind of the mould we're looking for um, and we really want an exciting team so we want a lot of pace going forward obviously we're going to have a solid structure because that's what Mike brings and um, that's what he brought when he came in straight away last year um, him and Ben sort of had that defensive structure um, sorted so we will have that again um, and we just want a lot of pace going forward and we just want to play exciting football and I think this year for the club it's just about enjoying being at Gateshead again yeah enjoying having our club back enjoying turning up on a Saturday and watching the games and let's just see where we end up well thank you very much for talking to us no worries, thank we'll you. Talk to you throughout the season perfect thank you very much we appreciate that cheers pal well, that was Ian Watson there talking to us uh, today at Gateshead International Stadium for uh, the press conference. Unfortunately, we didn't get a, able to chat with Mike Williamson because he was very busy um, I mean, talking about arranging friendlies with other clubs and also talking to other players that um, were interested in signing. He was talking to as well. Uh, we don't know any names, uh, but we didn't see any faces either, so we can't give you any hints. But we can tell you about who did sign today, and we were lucky enough to grab a quick interview interview from him caught us on the hop and um, we quickly got a, a few minutes with him but this is Connor Oliver a midfielder who's just signed from Blythe and uh, this is what he had to say First of all welcome to the club um, I see you've uh, made a step back into full time football I heard you say in the interview before. Um, how important was it for you that full time football was on offer? Um, I think it was a big deal um, obviously speaking to Ian and stuff 
Um, obviously, even when I've been part time, I've looked after myself. Um, so I don't think physically wise it'll be a challenge, but obviously I'm used to being at a full time football. Um, but yeah, it was a big factor, and uh, hopefully I can hit the ground running. Yeah, and um, you see, when Gated fans might not have heard of you, what type of player are you then? Um, normally sit in midfield, sometimes play number 10, um, all around midfield. Um, comfortable on the ball, nice and composed, I'd say. Um, Technically, so certainly all right. Yeah, um, and get about the pitch. Yeah, and um, see, you, you passed in football. I mean, we know we played for Blythe Spartans, yeah. but where were you before? Uh, so I started at Sunderland, yeah. youth career, in the reserves, and then on Lord Hartlepool, signed my Blackpool permanently. Uh, played in the Championship League One, League Two, um, and I'm looking at Morton League Two, and left. I went to North Ferriby in the conference uh, National League yeah. Halifax in the National League then Blythe in the National League North so you've got good experience yeah, yeah. Of, so I've, about. I've been about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've got a lot of experience in non-league so probably 40 odd games last year yeah. 40 the season before that 40 the season before that so yeah, but um, so you've, um, so you've been in full-time football before. Yeah. Um, coming back into full-time football, um, so it's a club that's rebuilding. Yeah. Is it that a prospect that excites you for the new course season? Of course it is, yeah. Obviously, new manager, new assistant manager. Obviously, I say I knew Ian before. Um, so once I'd spoken, it was pretty easy choice, to be honest. Because um, as well as making a career from it, you want to enjoy yourself as well, which is the main thing. Um, so the prospect of everyone coming in going off the same page is good, good news really yeah it is and um, so we've, we've had a bit of a press thing we weren't expecting yeah. to speak to you so it's nice to know yeah. I mean, this is yeah. going out later on uh-huh. but um, as I said just on the whole you, you've been probably watching what's went on yeah. over, the, over the summer uh-huh. so you probably didn't expect to have this move happen no I didn't well obviously earlier on in the uh, summer obviously things went on previous club which obviously we probably couldn't talk about but um, didn't think we obviously thought Gates that were dead and buried to be honest yeah. um, and now it's great for the area as well that another local team in that league so it's going to be a lot of local topics yeah I was going to say there's, this, say we, there's going to be some juicy games yeah. to get the teeth stuck in there. are you looking forward to going back to Croft Park I am yeah obviously I enjoyed my time there the fans were great obviously we got to the playoffs um, but hopefully we can go one better here yeah no, well, let's hope it's a, a good season uh, and thank you very much for talking no worries, thank you thank you Connor Oliver there talking to us uh, this afternoon at the press conference at Gated. Um, so thank you very much for listening to this. Um, very much a, a, a put together podcast. We just wanted to put the content out while it was fresh and uh, we didn't want to sit on it because our next podcast will be on Monday evening. We're going to give all the fathers a chance to spend the time with the family on Sunday. Um, but Monday evening and we will have Alicia Henry joining us as well, letting us know about off the field things that the fans can help with and also sponsorship opportunities. Now, there was also as well today was... Um, Elliot Forbes was there as well and um, we got a word with Elliot and this is what he had to say about coming back to Gated. Well Elliot, uh, welcome back to the club. Um, it's a short exit uh, has been but uh, you must be happy to be back. Yeah, I'm buzzing to be honest. Uh, obviously like my aim was just to stay at Gated this season coming. But obviously it was all up in the air then, like with obviously a certain number of people uh, last season in high places. Uh, but now they're out, I think like obviously this is the best place for me. 
and um, say towards the middle of in the back end of last season you're starting to cement the place in the side and do you feel like you were developing more because it looked like you were uh, yeah. on the pitch and starting to get a hold of the game yeah definitely um, I was enjoying it loads like playing obviously at the start of the season uh, Steve Watson did give me chance but uh, obviously yeah, I appreciate that but I think at the end of the season I got more game time and uh, I just started to enjoy it more I think the lads um, really clicked together especially in hard times and I think we're unlucky not to get the playoffs to be honest certainly were and um, see you were starting to express yourself more on the pitch because at the beginning of the season it looked like you were more of a defensive player but then all of a sudden we're seeing your game flourish and, and, and more come out of you yeah um, like I think with Clarky uh, last season I have to say I really appreciate the opportunity he gave me because he did give us a lot of games and um, he did put like put us on a roll which was like more to be fair it was more defensive CDM yeah. uh, but like he just talked to us um, <laughs> throughout the game <laughs> I'll put the oh. light on on here so, uh, sorry we'll keep going oh yeah. um, no he just he talked to us loads and yeah, um, yeah I think he's developed us as a player to be honest um, the number of years I've been from and I really appreciate it yeah and um, say you've, you've been with Gated right through from the, the youth system with the college it must be, you must be quite proud to do that because there's, been, there's only been a few of them done it and everyone seems to have went on to a higher level that, that has as well so your hard work does pay off yeah definitely um, obviously you've got to look like Tom White and John Mellish I think they're like what they've done last season I think they've both had a really good season it just shows like um, it, when you come through the system like uh, it produces really good players like them too yeah, and the season ahead we've got a lot of local games as well against them obviously Spennymore, Dalton, Blythe those games you must be relishing a bit because it's going to be a bit more of a tasty atmosphere home and away because there's going to be some good crowds yeah definitely um, the thing is like obviously everyone's a bit disappointed that we've dropped the league but yeah. like the games coming up like we've got a lot of like rivalries coming up and uh, I think there'll be really good games to play in to be honest and I think this is a good challenge for the club Certainly is, and um, let's say it's been a hard year with Gated. Um, but on the pitch, it, everything was going great last year, and I think with Mike and Ian here, they want to continue what was put in place by first by Steve and then by Ben. Was that one of the main things for wanting to stay at the club as well? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think that was a massive factor. Mike uh, busted because. Um, like like I said in my other interview, like the fans love them, and I just think like the players respect them as well because like obviously Mike he's played at a very high standard, yeah. and the same with Michael Busted's played uh, around loads, and he knows like a lot about the game. He's got great experience, so obviously that was a major factor in my stay. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we're looking forward to speaking to you throughout the season. Cheers, Cheers thank, thank you. you. Well, that was Elliot Forbes there, and you can tell he's happy about being back. Well, this is the end of this podcast. It's a very short one. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, Sid, you may have thought, oh, he's put this out um, after he's put the videos out, but just there's a few people we know haven't seen the videos on the Facebook page or on, on Facebook, so we've put out the audio on this podcast. We will be back on Monday night. We will confirm what time. We know we've got Alicia Henry joining us uh, so far. Any other guests, we'll advertise. But remember, do share the podcast, and hopefully we'll see you soon, and I'd imagine with more players to talk about. Bye. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. 
Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.